goblins and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of my Haunted Life podcast with me, your host, Angela Hartshorn. How is everyone doing today? Happy Pride Month to all of my extra special listeners out there. I hope you are able to celebrate safely this year. On today's podcast, I'm talking to my friend and returning guest, Katie Orr, the absolutely amazing artist, storyteller, and creator. On our first podcast, we talked about the spirits around us at the Manitou Art Center. On today's podcast, we talk about Katie's numerous projects, (laughs) and the girl is busy. Like, I can't complain about being busy to her because I I don't think she sleeps. Um, it, it's kind of insane. Uh, sh- one of our projects we're working on together at the moment is my next subscription box available actually this upcoming Monday. Now that I think about that. It's all summer solstice themed, so if you're interested in that sort of thing, go check out my website, foggedcouture.com. But one of the other reasons the most wonderful and amazing Katie is on today is because, as she did last time, Katie participated in the My Haunted Life podcast ghost hunt that we had this last weekend. Uh, We had so much fun. Everyone seemed to have a personal experience. It it honestly felt like we were chasing energy around the building, which was really weird. Uh, But we talk about all of it. I do want to say my personal favorite was uh, we set up a ghost box experiment with... Kayla and Phelan, the admins over at the Facebook group, uh, on the Patreon page for Patreon members. That was cool because we set it up where you could see the ghost box and then the people on the computer, Kayla and Phelan, could ask questions and they were getting a lot of activity and stuff. Unfortunately... (laughs) We had so many tech issues, including that wonderful video, because I video recorded them doing this experiment, for some reason recorded without any sound. It was very frustrating. (laughs) Um, But that being said, I think I wanted to start doing that more often for the happy hour on the Patreon page. So if you're interested, go check out the Patreon page. So, let's get into it, shall we? Grab yourself a cup of tea, make sure the doors are locked and the sage is close by. I have a story to tell you. Today, I 
my dear friend, Miss Katie Orr of Jibwa and just artist extraordinaire. How are you, Katie? I am lovely, Angela. Thank you so much for having me in my space. In your space. Because now we've changed rooms. Um, definitely something is messing with us, and that's a-okay. We are very go with the flow, and so we're just working around it. But yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, we, we, this is the fifth time now we have started the podcast. Um, uh, we think because the spirits in the my room are... Just messing with us after our ghost hunt this weekend, which we will be talking about at some point. But, Katie, how are you, love? I know you are the literally the busiest person I know. And that says a lot, because I'm losing my mind as it is. What kind of projects do you have going on, babe? Because you have, I know you have so much, it's not even funny. And it's funny, because you have to repeat yourself all now, because we have to do this again. I love it. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of really great, amazing things that I'm taking part in. Um, I'm currently in school. I'm getting ready to open Jibwa back up. It'll be opening back up kind of limited hours, but on first Friday in June, which I'm super excited about after the longest winter ever recorded in Colorado history. Oh, right. Wait, that's this Friday. That is this Friday. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't, I'm, I'm almost ready. Okay. Now the shop looks great. You did some rearranging and some cleaning. It looks really good. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm very excited. And again, like the, the vibe that I've created in my space, it makes me happy. And so like, I'm so looking forward to just being back around and in, and inside my own little mind box. It, it, it definitely reflects your mental state. That's... <laughs> Horror vacui to the extreme. Oh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what else do you have going on? Because you have a couple of other really cool projects. I want. Yeah. So, um, me and a couple friends of mine were able to get a grant from Colorado College and the Fine Arts Center to work on a project together. So we have that coming up. It's coming out in August. I don't want to reveal too much about it. Um, but you can go on their website and kind of get a little teaser. Um, I also have been really lucky to be involved in some projects that have received um, the Manitou Arts and Cultural Heritage. I just said that in the wrong order, but that's okay. Funding. Um, so we've been doing a lot of art activism and then as well as really cultivating community here at the art center so i'm so honored and lucky to be able to participate in that kind of work uh, i wanted to also bring up you're doing something with the house of gaia oh the children of gaia, yes, children of gaia. yeah Sorry. so children of gaia um something i got involved in during covid and my friend sophie had the idea <laughs> to build a 20-foot-tall protest puppet um, that we could take to events. And so we have been actively working on that, as well as supporting BIPOC communities, um, which is just, again, it's great work that I'm super passionate about. And I'm always working to tell the narrative that is truthful for the individual and culture as well as provide healing to anybody that I can. That's why I love you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, where can people find all your fun stuff real quick? 
So I would say get in touch with me or Children of Gaia on Facebook or Instagram. Um, we try to update that as regularly as we can. Poetry 719 is another amazing place. They do stuff. Bam, bam, bam. Just for Ashley, a little shout out. Um, it's an amazing nonprofit who brings poetry to the area. Uh, just, yeah, speaking truth to give power. And it's amazing. And I feel so lucky to witness some of the words I've heard over the last year through them. Oh, I love that. Um, so you have another project coming up. Total shameless plug on my part here, but you are going to be the guest witch maker in my summer solstice subscription box available on falcator.com very shortly. I love it. And yes, I am. And it's some of my favorite work. And thank you. I'm honored that you asked me to do it and to, again, like provide spell work through healing. Mm -hmm. um, it's really amazing. And um, the summer solstice, which means sun standing still, is really kind of about the fight between dark and light. And I think that taking the time to reflect on both our joy and sadness, our dark, our light, our shadow selves, um, our spirit is so important. And so I'm so happy to have been able to produce a little set of sigils that are temporary tattoos that you can put on your body and then you will get to absorb the spell and have that come into your life. So the whole idea is literally it's a temporary tattoo. You stick on your body, you get the spell. It's very simple. It is. And it's it's a new way. And I think, you know, for best results, apply at high noon, which is really fun. Um, when the sun is at its highest point in the sky, that's when the spell is going to be the most effective. And so I've chosen words real quick. Sigils are a combination of letters and a word. Mm -hmm. And so you put those together to form a visual image or a spell. And people have been doing them for millennia. And it's something I found out maybe three years ago, and I just love the artistic process. Mm -hmm. I love taking the power of a word and using it for spellcraft and healing. There's something that is extraordinary about that, as well as it provides mindfulness. When you apply it, you look at it, and then you're reminded of that word and that feeling that word gives you. And then the mindfulness is also connected to how it helps you move forward and how the spell is cast. That's amazing. I'm like, it, I just love listening to you talk, and I think it's the storyteller in you and the way you communicate. I'm like, what can I ask you where I don't have to talk and just let you do all the talking? You but, make me blush. Yes. I love it. Uh, so, yeah. No, I'm very excited. We're going to get them out very shortly. They go on sale, well, when the podcast goes out for subscribers this Friday. And then they'll be on sale to the general public next Monday. I cannot believe freaking June is here already. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think the universe is just like moving at an accelerated force right now. And it's really hard from kind of transitioning from the nothing into this you know, race to normalcy and yeah. race to getting back to being busy and the the shift in that. I think that it, you know, definitely makes me 
feel torn sometimes, but I'm also really excited to, you know, get hugs and be around humans again. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. That was, that was one thing fun with the ghost hunt. Everybody was vaccinated so everybody could hug and hang out and we didn't have to worry about anything. Yeah, it was so nice because I was like, I showed up and I was wearing my mask for, I'd say like the first 15 minutes and oh, then yeah. finally I asked and they're like, oh yeah, we all are. And I was like, thank goodness because I'm totally overheating from being in the murder room and I need to have yes. a, a breath break. So it worked yes. out. <laughs> uh, for those who... I guess didn't look at the evidence last time because we didn't actually have a wrap-up review of the last ghost hunt, which we should really do that. We should do a round. We should get everybody next time and you just do a round table wrap-up of the ghost hunt. I love that idea. I think it's fabulous. And again, I think that usually when you're looking into spirit and spiritual things, everyone has their own individual perception of what is happening and how that affects them. And so I think really that that's the only way to give it justice and to do right by the spirits as well as the individuals who participated. No, next time we're doing goats, ghost and pizza, man. As soon as we get done, we're doing ghost and pizza. We, we are scheduling it. It's going to be a thing, damn it. I love this. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Alex is going to hear this, and I can hear him. Or I see him getting very excited. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Um, Totoro. Okay, I just oh had to throw God. that in there for him. Yes. <laughs> Leave it to Katie to show up at a ghost hunt and make friends, first of all, with everyone, like best friends, and then find out that they're all big Miyazaki the little, what's, what's the giant hamster? Totoro. Totoro. Uh, the giant hamster. The giant hamster. Uh, fans. And now now on our uh, ghost hunting group, they're sharing pictures of the pillows on their bed, for God's sakes. This is just how you are. You just start making friends. Literally, you just make friends with everyone. I think that life is about connection. And I, you know, like, try my best not to judge people and just figure out how to form a connection and then move forward from there. I think it's super important that, you know, like everybody feels a sense of belonging. Everybody feels welcome. You know, like there's not many places like that in the universe. So if I can embody that as a human, like I've done right by all the ancestors who have come before me. Oh my God, I love you. Uh, one of the other things, told another sidebar um, that happened during the ghost hunt, a very, a very Katie uh, thing to happen was a um, couple, oh, the full moon, a couple days, weeks ago now. I have no idea how, how much time has passed at this point. Five days, yonder. No, five days. <laughs> a whole fortnight. Um, was, during, um, me and my uh, coven, we did a seance. Just trying to figure it out digitally. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, one of the things I tried for the very, very first time was communicating with tarot cards. And I've seen this done on numerous ghost shows. It seems to be like a cool, spooky, occult thing to do now. And I figured, what the heck? I try it out. Um, a friend had given me, Colleen, a... Uh, uh, a haunted house tarot set 
And it's very interesting. I have a feeling that this deck has a little bit more of a negative, like, lean to it. Like, it's meant to be spooky. The more and more I see it. Uh, but it was interesting. I figured, what the hell, let's bring it to the ghost hunt, see if we get any activity. And Katie picked it up and was playing with it. And I don't know when this happened. I swore you did not move. So I don't know if you had it hidden on your body already. But out of nowhere, Katie had her own deck. And when I say her own deck, I mean she designed it. She painted every single picture in the deck. She came up with the meanings for the pictures. It, it's literally Katie's deck. I don't know how you got this, but the next thing I know, you're doing readings for everyone. And it was just, it was just like the sweetest thing. And I'm like, this is such a Katie situation. I love it. Oh my God. I think that, you know, like, again, like there's something about being able to help and heal. And so I think that I was just like called to grab my own deck, which is interesting because usually I'm not. Mm -mm. And I actually hadn't used it in a little bit. It had been a minute since I had picked it up. Um, but I felt like somebody needed help and guidance. And it's really interesting because when doing one of the readings, um, there was definitely something that came through that we still haven't quite figured out. But it was a very like dark and overbearing presence. I don't think it had anything to do with the spirits we experienced here at the Art Center. Mm -hmm. I think it was something separate. And um, me and him are going to continue looking into that. But... It was a really interesting experience the way I was feeling, you know, just like um, I could feel the oppression that was happening while talking to this person about like the visual clues I was seeing um, and the attachment. And mm -hmm. he had told a story earlier about, you know, having attachments happen to him in the past. So I don't know if that like led into it or what was going on, but I definitely usually... It's the same way I approach lottery tickets. I only buy a lottery ticket when the universe tells me to. I only pull out my tarot deck when the universe tells me to. And so something was definitely kind of like urging me to do that. And so I listened to the universe. Yeah, but it, I mean, yes, that was a very serious reading for anybody that was around. You, you, you got that it was something that needed to be done and that the rest of us kind of needed to make ourselves scarce. Because it was a personal thing. But, yeah, just... It was just amused me so much that all of a sudden there's Katie doing readings for everyone. It was so sweet. Um, so, yeah, let, let's talk uh, the ghost hunt. Uh, we mentioned the murder room, which is an affectionate name that uh, Katie and I have started calling the... What the hell is it now? The screen printing, paper making studio. Yeah. I don't yeah. think a murder has ever taken place there. No, we're almost 100% sure there's never been a murder. But I think that the ground tells stories that, you know, like the earth holds the souls in a way that some of them are able to let you know that they are around. Um, and I definitely think that Manitou is rich with that. That even if the building is newer or something hasn't happened, there is relation to the soil and what has gone on there. And the soil keeps the score, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, considering the history with Manitou and the Ute Indians, this was sacred burial land. You didn't come and stay here. Yeah. So, 
there is so much spiritual activity, and it's kind of fun. I haven't had a chance to go through all the evidence yet, because there's a lot, and it's a lot to do by myself. But um, most of which is getting posted on the Patreon page, so if you want to get on, especially to help me with EVPs, I would appreciate you forever. But we actually caught a weird EVP in the back room. Did I send this to you? No, I have not heard this yet, so I'm very excited. I sent it to Alex, and he was losing his mind, because our friend Alex was the one with the digital recorder most of the night, and we're, um, it's the very beginning of the night where we were talking, I think we were doing still the tour of the building, and we were in, affectionately, the murder room, um, and I'm explaining in uh, the room that when it rains significantly, which they might have fixed this, I don't know, but um, it's you go into the room and it's exposed to dirt and rock and the street is right above us kind of thing. And when it rains, it trickles down the rocks because it's not exactly a sealed area. And that, so that's what I'm explaining in this clip. And, and it's short. Like you can see the framework to the street kind of thing. There's literally nothing back there. <laughs> Actually, when it, you hear it a little. So I think that that's so interesting that it's like a series of clicks because um, we had two people who were joining us virtually and looking over the evidence. Kayla and Phelan. Yes. Admins. Yes. Yes. And so they were very helpful, but one of the things that they asked was, can you communicate with words? And it said no. And so that is clearly Uh, it communicating without words. Uh, I didn't even think about that because this is very beginning of the night. Lights are still on. Well, the lights were flickering, though, right from the very get-go. The second I went in that That room, it just started Uh going crazy for me. So... That makes sense, because, yeah, it was, we were still missing a person, like, I don't even think we had the ghost box on yet, we had Phelan and Kayla there, but, uh, digitally on the iPad, not doing, just hanging out, but yeah, no, it was, so that's the first weird freaking sound that I have for sure we caught, which I'm... It was just like, and it's weird because it's just, oh, like I said, our friend Alex had the e, uh, the digital voice recorder almost all night. This was just a 23 second clip. Like he turned it on and then he turned it right off. It wasn't a big deal. He wasn't asking questions, anything like that. And I was just curious about why in the hell there was a 23 second thing and that weird noise. Like, I had to ask him if he made it like a, like a chuffing yeah. kind of noise. And he's like, no. That's super interesting. I'm super happy yeah. that we have that. Yeah. 
Um, I haven't had a chance to go back and look, but one of my favorite things we kept getting, and it was over the freaking ghost box, which I'm really upset about because um, we did this wonderful ghost box experiment, like Katie was saying, with Phelan and Kayla, and we just put the ghost box in front of the iPad, in front of them, and they just sat and talked all night to the ghost box. Unfortunately, the video cut out. Not sure why. Uh, and apparently there's no freaking sound on the video. There's nothing. Yeah. You can't see it. Katie's just staring at me with her mouth open. I am because this has happened to me so many times yes. here. Yes, it this is a, This just happened today. Yeah. I don't know what it is with us in electronics, but... I recorded a whole workshop recently and we got to the end and there was no sound. Yeah. And so like sometimes there's reasons for it. Sometimes there's not. But it's just like such a peculiar thing to keep having happen here. Mm-hmm. So. It, it's so strange. I'm going to try to like, because um, there were times we were in the room with recorders and cameras and that sort of thing. So I'm going to try to link sound because it was such a cool thing. I was so excited to sit and watch it. And it, then I'm sitting there going. It was super cool. Oh. I think one of the coolest things that kept coming through there was a train whistle. That's what I was getting to. It was the freaking train The train whistle. whistle. Like it happened like three or four times. And yeah. it was such a unique sound. And it wasn't like, you know, the ghost box you could kind of hear when you were in the room. But yeah. that train whistle you could hear. Throughout the whole art center. Yes. And so that was really, really weird. The other thing that happened, which I just remember just now, was I kind of had heard like a whistle. And yep. I asked, are you singing to us? And it sang to me. And I was like, okay, I'm out. Like, I'm done here. Yeah. And the, like the first weird, loud, high-pitched singing noise we heard throughout the gallery and... Yeah, and that was directly after I was like, was oh, strange. are you singing to me? Yeah. It was so strange, so loud. And the thing with ghost boxes is the whole thing is it's scanning frequencies quickly. So that's what you hear. Exactly. And the way I have it set up, because I had the best results with this when I was first playing with it, is uh, it scans the frequencies backwards. So you really shouldn't be getting words that you can understand kind of thing. Um, and that's why it was so strange that it's, all those noises are it switching radio broadcasts. So the fact that there's a noise that goes over long periods of time, yeah, is unheard of. And I feel like a lot of the noises did come directly from the ghost box, which was weird in and of itself. But yeah, we kept leaving Phelan and Kayla alone in the dark. With the ghost box in the corner. I love it, though. At one point, the um, we were actually in the little classroom area, which I haven't... I've taught in there for years. I've never really oh, yeah. felt anything too funky in there. Like, not compared to some of the other places in the building where I definitely feel like, whew, I'm overwhelmed and I got to get out of here. Uh-huh. Um, but the ghost box had shut off. It stopped scanning. That was so weird. So we thought. Because it was still on the whole time. Yeah. But nothing was coming through it. No, it was just red lights, no white noise. It was dead. (laughs) Yeah, it was super interesting. And so 
this was actually the first time I'd ever done this, but I pulled my tarot card, my deck out. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. And so we started kind of asking questions and um, sometimes I'll keep just like a blank card in my deck. And so the first two questions we asked were actually, the answer was this blank card. The next two cards we got were some gold. And all of us were kind of having these, like, you know, the tightness of the chest, Mm -hmm. the hard time breathing, um, feeling really cold. And so I really wonder with the train whistle, the area we're in, if it was somehow connected to the gold rush or miners or something like that. Because I think a lot of what we were feeling and picking up on is kind of connected to that industry and I thought that that was so interesting Mm -hmm. and then the other thing that somebody pointed out is they can't communicate with words is that because they got crushed and so they no longer have the ability to do that and I thought that that was such a great observation and so yeah the whole thing was just like really fascinating to me and I always love dabbling um in that universe oh yeah no that I'm just like oh that that's a good, I don't know who said that, but that was good. Um, one of the weirdest, speaking of the classroom, like usually the last time Katie and I did this, it was, well, it was the room in front of the murder room because we could not like walk in there. It was awful and oppressive last time. And we had some weird pendulum kind of stuff happening. This time it seemed to be centered in the classroom, which was really weird. And it really started because it seemed like it seemed like the, the energy actually moved, which was weird. And uh, we had Alex, Jacob and Melissa and Alex and Jake were walking in front of me and Melissa. And also they just like stopped dead cold in front of the classroom door. And they're like, oh, my God, this energy. And I'm like. And they're explaining their experience, and they're like, oh, it's cold. And I'm like, well, you know, the door's right there. Maybe it's a breezeway kind of thing. Me trying to figure out what the hell Yeah, you and I are constantly trying to discredit anything that we hear or find out, which is great. I think that's how you do it. Yeah, Yeah. but I also think that that's how it should actually be done. Because then when something really weird and there is no tangible proof for it, exactly. then you can look into that further where a lot of things you can find tangible proof for. Exactly. And it, it was so weird because I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. As soon as I stepped forward, it was like walking into like that pea soup almost feeling. It was just oozing off. And it's like, Okay, doors closed. This isn't a breeze, which is what I thought it would have been. It wasn't like a breezy effect or anything. I'm like, okay, this is strange. And that's when we ended up moving everybody because the uh, family and Kayla with the ghost box were in the murder room and we moved everybody to the classroom. And I wanted to say, too, when the ghost box died, this was so strange. I, it, I am new to this tool, but... I don't think we can make this happen ever again on purpose. But again, the box just sat there. It had its lights on. It didn't have anything else going, though. No sound. Um, Turned it off. Turned it back on. Still nothing. And I started freaking out that, you know, somebody accidentally, like, knocked it on the floor and broke my box and didn't want to tell me kind of thing. 
And then I, everybody assured me that wasn't the case. But uh, I literally had to take the batteries completely out, basically to reboot the whole system, for it to come on again like it was supposed to. That was so weird to me. Well, I think that, again, like, you and I <clears throat> experience a lot of these, like, power drains. Last time we were doing the the podcast, we had a moment where we just, like, stopped dead in our tracks because we had had a power draining situation. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't know if it's the area or what, but I think that that's super common in the art center. And, again, this is a place that really shouldn't have those things happening, which is why I think I'm so curious about it. Um, in case you guys hear obnoxious children that are pounding on my window right now for some weird reason. Yeah, that's just obnoxious children. That's not spirits. I just want to make that known. I kind of want to like go scare them. No, do it. Do it. Do it. I dare you. I totally terrified the children. Okay. That's sorry. Right. sorry. We are not taking that out of the podcast. No, don't say sorry. They're old enough to know better. No. They're very happy that I scared them. They're like uh, out there smiling and giving me thumbs ups. Just so you know, no children were harmed in the filming of this episode. I, I am of the opinion they're old enough to know better not to knock on random strangers' windows. That's just rude. Um... <laughs> Too many years in education, if you can't tell. But, yeah. No, that was... I'm still aghast at that. I'm like, it didn't make any sense. Well, Um, and a lot of our equipment failed in the same way. So, like, we also had to replace the batteries at the end of the night and a couple other things because they were also dead. And, again, we had just gotten new batteries, so it's something that should not have been happening, which was super weird. We had a lot of uh, draining lot of draining um everything was charged i made sure everything was charged most things charged overnight the night before and then throughout the next day but uh melissa had the video camera most of the night and that died it didn't fully die but it got really close and we were only we only ghost hunt for like two hours it wasn't a lot of time for everything to die on us it was very strange and then my personal favorite the FLIR thermal camera it was funky and even um it, I would just get these weird yellow globs is the best way I could put it on the camera or I should say on the video there's nothing on the camera I cleaned it twice because I was so confused. I thought maybe it was my hand at one point. I was touching the camera. No. It it was very weird that it just had this yellow. Yeah, it was like a, a takeover. You yes. know, when normally you'd be looking through it and you'd be seeing like different tonalities and stuff, it kind of was like it was all yellow to quote yeah. Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> We're not 90s kids at all. No, never. But, um, no, it was, that, that to me was, I literally started to worry about my camera being broken, but then you would turn around and it would be fine. 
And it's like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. I even took it home to the very skeptical husband, and he's like, I don't know about that one. So he might come in and play with it. He's going to play with it and see if he can't figure out things, especially when we were catching weird stuff back in his studio, which was really interesting. What do you think was, I hate to use the word scariest, but what do you think was the scariest moment of the evening so i don't know if i ever felt fear i definitely felt like heaviness mm -hmm. in the especially in the very beginning yes there was a huge heaviness in that back room i actually had to leave the room mm -hmm. i couldn't i i did go in there eventually but like it took me a minute to be able to go back in there because it was like so heavy um I think that the singing thing was probably the coolest thing I experienced when I was, you know, kind of like friendly and jokingly like, oh, are you singing to me? And then it did. And then I was just like, whoa, whoa, hey now. <laughs> so I thought that that was super cool. But I think that, you know, we're always really having fun and exploring mm -hmm. um, when we are together and when we come together in that way. And okay. so it's just so nice to be a part of that and to be invited and to get to have you know, that childlike wonder when it comes to the other side. Yes, I think that's a wonderful way to put it. I will say, I think one of the weirdest things, talking about that back room, that room is always oppressive and creepy. And obviously, we avoid going in there unless we have someone else in there during the day, anytime. Anytime we don't like going in there. At one point, especially when we were messing around with the in the classroom, that room, the back room, literally felt empty. It felt void of entering any energy. And it was the first time I have ever felt it that way. Yeah, and I that agree. It creeped me out. I'm like, okay, this is this is weird. This is the like I'm used to it being oppressive and creepy. This the fact that there was nothing almost creeped me out even more than the oppressive creepiness, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel the same way. And I think that, like, you and I, we both, like, had, like, a little side talk for a second about that because yeah. it was such a weird feeling because we're so, again, like, you get used to the sensibility of a space. Mm -hmm. And when that sensibility changes, it's it's really interesting. Um, I think some of the people, I think it was actually Alex who said it, that, like, you know, he felt like he we, we were playing hide-and-seek or yeah. tag or we chase the whole it. night. Yeah. And it kept moving around. And, I mean, I think that that would definitely, that theory adds to that feeling of the, the nothingness that we were mm -hmm. experiencing, the void. Well, I had a theory with that, actually. Oh, please let me hear it. I think it's because we had guys with us this time. It wasn't that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the big creepy oppressive, the pervy ghost, the, the male pervy ghost it, uh, uh, in the back. Because well, we have Frank, the pervy ghost, and I think we have someone different in the back. Um, but uh, they're still creepy and actually slightly pervy. Yeah, but we did not have the same interaction, the same creep factor for lack of a better word than we've ever had so this the only thing I could think of was they didn't want to mess with the guys or they were off put by the guys kind of thing if it was Yumi and Melissa we probably would have been getting all kinds of creepy all over again but yeah no I I had that theory that we should always take <laughs> the guys with us from now on and there's I'm really curious
also uh, Alex wants to set up in the front bathroom. In the front next bathroom time. next time. Yeah. See if we can uh, figure out what the hell frame steel is. I love it. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going over evidence. Hopefully, I'll have more for the podcast coming up. It it it's a lot to go through. Um, but again, I'm putting all of it as much as I can on the Patreon. Most of it is free for people just to get on, to look at, and listen to. All the EVPs are up from the digital recorder, and they are for sure free. I made sure of that because I just think EVPs are fun. They're usually one of those things I can't get. I don't know what it is. You can get it like crazy. I'll, like, I'll hear static and nothing else kind of thing. So I always like to put those out there for sure. And like the flare and all that, I'll get uploaded here pretty shortly. But yeah, uh, get onto the Patreon and help me go through stuff because they're, they're, that was a very strange evening. We definitely are gonna do it again. Hopefully soon. Alex wants to do it sooner than later for sure. <laughs> He's already told me a couple times. Oh, I love it. Well, I just love being in your presence. Thank you so much for having me on again. Thank you for all you do for the art and witch community. Oh, Thanks for, you know, being connected to spirit so I have somebody to talk to you about <laughs> all my weirdness and funness. Um, and yeah, just like thank you for being you and being a part of our community. You can't say it, but I'm like purple it's hurting from the, all the <laughs> blushing so i'm just gonna awkwardly sign off here now and uh yeah i'll get you guys more now i can't think because katie literally broke my brain so i'm just gonna call it <laughs>
I'll see you next week on my Hana Life podcast. Bye! Blah, blah, blah. Katie, say something. Yada, yada, yada.